what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. True preachers of the gospel will be asked of the Lord at times to say things that are going to be hurtful. It can be hurtful to the church. But a true man of God will stand up and say what thus saith the Lord. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. And how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me, please, to the book of 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter 20. Move down, if you will, to verse 41. And he hasted and took the ashes away from his face. And the king of Israel discerned him that he was of the prophets. And he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Because thou hast let go out of thy hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction, therefore thy life shall go for his life, and thy people for his people. The king of Israel went to his house heavy and displeased, and came to Samaria. And I want to use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes, the price of an unscriptural covenant. For the past several weeks, we've talked about this unscriptural covenant. And whenever you make a covenant with sin, ladies and gentlemen, there's a price to pay. And that's what we want to talk about this morning, the price of an unscriptural covenant. The Bible tells us that Israel came under attack by the Syrians They came under attack twice in one year, headed up by Benadad. And as Ahab looked out the palace window and he saw thousands and thousands of Syrian soldiers, he knew that there was no way that his little handful of soldiers could come against such a large army. With no hope in sight, God sent a prophet, an unknown prophet, to Ahab. And he said, I will deliver you. Thus saith the Lord, I will deliver you. I want you to think about that statement this morning. God is willing and able to deliver you. You do not have to be bound by nicotine any longer. You do not have to be bound by lust any longer. You do not have to be bound by pornography any longer. You do not have to be bound by jealousy, anger, envy, malice, gossip, 
anything else that you can sit here and think of this morning. You do not have to be bound by these things because God is willing and able to set you free. And he's already done it through and by what Jesus Christ did for us at Calvary's cross. Our part is to believe. Believe what he said. I believe what this book says. And every enemy is defeated. I said every enemy is defeated. Every power of darkness is defeated. Despite what I see happening going on all around me, God is still sitting on the throne. Jesus Christ is still Lord. He's still King of kings and Lord of lords, the fairest of ten thousands. And he's the one that's living in my heart today. And I can have peace today. I have peace today. Although everything around me is falling apart, I still have peace today. I can have it by simple faith in Christ. Every enemy is defeated. Benadad's army was completely destroyed. He knew that there was nothing. There was nothing standing in the way now to keep Ahab from just coming in and taking over. He knew this, and so he concocted a scheme. He put on garments of humility. And he came to Ahab and said, I'll restore all the cities that my father took from you. And you can build streets for yourself in Damascus and whatever the case. Satan will promise you the world. But he never fulfills on his promises. Some months ago, this young lady that won the USA pageant in 2019. She had fame, fortune, inspired millions. She jumped off of an apartment building in Manhattan, New York, and committed suicide. Satan will promise you the world, but he never fulfills on his promises. But this morning, you can stand on the promises of God. Glory to God. You can stand on those promises. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. Are you standing on the promises or standing on the premises? Glory. And Ahab invited Benadad to come up into his chariot. I want you to think of that. God delivered this man from his enemy twice in one year. And then when he dresses himself up in garments of humility, Ahab didn't have spiritual sense enough to see through what was going on, and he invites this man to come up into his chariot. He entertains this man. Let me tell you this. You will not be a victorious, overcoming Christian as long as you keep inviting sin to come into your home, into your life, 
entertaining sin in your mind, your thoughts. You will never be an overcoming Christian as long as you continue to entertain these thoughts and make an unscriptural covenant with sin. You'll not be what God wants you to be. And the Bible said that a certain man of the sons of the prophets, 1 Kings 20 verse 35, this man was attending a school of the prophets which was established by Samuel a couple of hundred years earlier. When it comes to the Word of God, ladies and gentlemen, there is no graduating class. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you attend church every Sunday, you're just a, a, a church attender, or if you're a preacher or a lay person, I don't care who you are today. There is no graduating class. The only ones that have graduated are the ones who have gone on up to glory and they're now with the Lord Jesus Christ in glory. I remember as a kid coming up, I was given a book and I was so inspired by it, I gave it to my pastor thinking that he would be just as inspired by it as I was. And he looked at me and he said, Young man, I've got my doctorate in theology. I don't need to read your book. There are those in Christianity today that think they got it all together. They think they know everything. But those that are humble will recognize the fact that you don't know it all. I don't know it all. There's still a lot here to learn. And even if you do know a lot, you've not experienced all of it. And let me tell you this, you better hope and pray you don't experience some of it. The prophet said to his neighbor in the word of the Lord, Smite me, I pray thee. Hit me. True preachers of the gospel will be asked of the Lord at times to say things that will be hurtful to their ministry. Y'all didn't hear what I said. Let me preach over here. True preachers of the gospel will be asked of the Lord at times to say things that are going to be hurtful to himself, to his ministry, if he's the pastor of a church and God asks him to say some things, it can be hurtful to the church. But a true man of God will stand up and say what thus saith the Lord. Beware of preachers that never deal with anything controversial. Beware of preachers who are afraid to say certain things because it might offend somebody. This man was asked to do something, a very unusual request, but that's not anything unusual with the Lord when it comes to the Word of God. You see, in the natural 
when the prophet asked his neighbor to hit him, that, that didn't make no sense. And now the Lord told me to tell you to hit me. If the Lord told me stand here this morning, every one of y'all need to come up here and slap the preacher. How many of you would do it? Yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> I figured he would. <laughs> uh, it doesn't make any sense. In the natural, the gospel doesn't make any sense either. See, the world out here thinks that, you know, I've, I've got to do certain things and stop doing certain other things in order to be saved and go to heaven. That ain't what this book says. God said, believe on my son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, and thou shalt be saved. The world looks at that and says, how in the world can a man dying on a wooden gibbet 2,000 years ago, how in the world can that save me? It doesn't make any sense. But God says a lot of things in his word that in the natural it doesn't make any sense. See, today the church looks at the numbers and we think, oh, we need to paint the walls and the ceiling black. And we need to get rid of our pews and we need to put chairs in there with cup holders and we need to serve donuts and coffee in the vestibule. And we need to get strobe lights flashing and smoke pots boiling and we need to order the service to get more people to come in. That ain't what this book says. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Churches are wrecking their buildings today, turning it in, making it look like a nightclub, making it look like the world, making it look like the flesh and the devil. And when you make your church look like the world, the flesh, and the devil, that's exactly what you're going to bring into your church, the devil. Well, that's what we want to do, Brother James. We want to bring the people in so they can get saved. Well, that's your problem. If you preach the gospel, people will get saved. But that's the thing. When the preacher gets up there in these churches, he's not allowed to say anything about sin. He's not allowed to say anything about homosexuality. He's not allowed to say anything because it might offend somebody. But like I said, God asks of us to do a lot of things at times that don't make sense in the natural. But God's ways is higher than our ways. His thoughts are far above and beyond our thoughts. His ways are as well. This prophet told his neighbor to smite him, and the man refused. A refusal to believe and accept the word of God only ends in disaster. Smite me. That's what he asked his neighbor to do. If the Lord Jesus Christ were standing in this service today, was able to stand before you today in the flesh and say unto you, Smite me. Would you do it? Would you do it? Y'all mighty quiet. 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ died on Calvary, our sins smote him. The Lord wants you to smite him with your sins. A refusal to do it 
will only end in disaster. Are you hearing me? The Lord wants us to take advantage of what He did at Calvary. And so many refuse. The prophet said unto him, if you look there in 1 Kings 20 verse 36, Because thou hast not obeyed the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as you depart from me, a lion shall slay you. And as soon as he was departed, a lion found him and slew him. Those who refuse to believe and obey the word of God, eventually they end up departing from the Lord altogether. And they become an open prey to the devil. If anybody knew about this, it was Simon Peter. Sitting there at the Last Supper with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord turned and looked at Peter and said, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. I've prayed for you, Peter, that your faith fail not. Before the cock crow this night, you will deny that you know me three times. Simon Peter said, no, not me, Lord. These other guys sitting here might do that, but I'm not going to do that. And a short time later, when he was put to the test, he denied the Lord three times. And Simon Peter would write in 1 Peter 5, verse 8, he said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And the prophet said, as soon as you depart from me, a lion will slay you. It's not good to depart from the Lord. And the Bible says in the last days they will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. We're living in that age, ladies and gentlemen. People are dropping like flies in these last days. This whole thing with COVID has been very revealing. Very revealing. The prophet found another man, if you look there in 1 Kings 20, verse 37. And he said, smite me, I pray thee. The man smote him, so that in smiting him he wounded him. Seven hundred years before Jesus Christ was born, Isaiah the prophet saw the Lord Jesus Christ smitten and wounded. He wrote about it in Isaiah 53, verse 1. Who has believed our report? 
ever since the fall of mankind, God's report has been that a Redeemer is coming. And every prophet in the Old Testament pointed to that Redeemer coming. Who has believed our report? Sadly and regrettably, not many. There never has been many. You come, out, you come to church and you sit down and you look around and you see there's more empty pews than there are people. What's going on? Why ain't there many people here? Church up the road, parking lot's full. I don't have the answer to all of that. But I do know this, there's not been very many that has believed the report of the Lord. But for those who believe the report of the Lord, that there is a Redeemer coming, the arm of the Lord will be revealed. Oh, good grace and mercy. Let me preach right here just a few minutes. The arm of the Lord speaks of strength. It speaks of power. When these bodybuilders enter a competition, they don't wear long sleeve Sunday shirts. They wear T-shirts, and sometimes they don't wear no shirt at all, and they're competing, and they'll grab them weights, and they'll lift them, and whatever the case, and they're showing their, their arms, they're showing their muscles. The arms speak of strength, power, but we're talking about the arm of the Lord. To whom? Who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? The arm of the Lord will be revealed to those of us who continue to believe Him. And God's fixing to do some mighty things. God's fixing to do some amazing things. His arm is about to be revealed. You know, things haven't been right since March of 2020. The whole world changed when COVID came on the scene. And it's just been one negative thing right after the other. It's like a snowball. I mean, we're, we're circling the drain. We're seeing the collapse of society today. It's depressing when you focus on it. That's why it's not good for you to sit there in front of a television set and watch the news all the time. The Bible says, who has believed our report? Whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN? Are you going to believe what they're saying? Or are you going to believe what thus saith the Lord, the report of the Lord? The report of the Lord says, I'm healed. The report of the Lord says, I'm saved. 
The report of the Lord says that I'm the head and not the tail. The report of the Lord says that I can have joy. The report of the Lord says that depression has to go. Demon spirits have to go. Sin has to go. And if I'll let go of those things that kill, steal, and destroy, if I will let go of those things and grab a hold of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, then I will have a peace that surpasses all understanding during this time of trouble. The arm of the Lord is about to be revealed. The arm of the Lord is about to be revealed. The arm of the Lord is about to be revealed. He's fixing to do some awesome things. When, you, when the Lord gets done doing what he's doing, we're going to be sitting back in awe. I'm not done with this message, but I'm going to give you a little snippet of next week. This prophet wanted his neighbor to smite him, bruise him up. He put ashes on his face and he disguised himself and was waiting for the king to come by to talk with the king. And you would ask, why does God go to all this trouble? Why doesn't God just say what he wants to say, just do what he wants to do? Why does he go through all of this smite me into ashes and all of this, that, and the other and why, why does God do that? Y'all come on back next week and I'll tell you. Today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. 
On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.